I think we'll have a lot of time next week to talk about basketball. Um, you know, I, I, right right now, I, you know, I, I feel good about our team. Um, I think everybody's enthusiastic. Um, the foundation we've built this year and um, guys getting, you know, getting ready to play as we get back together, even in smaller groups. But um, really on my mind, on, on their mind, on a lot of people's mind, I think it's been what's been going on, you know, in our country. Um, I think, you know, I, I've been very proud of our players and, you know, Donovan, um, his postings on social media, Jordan Clarkson, seeing Jordan um, marching in Los Angeles, um, other guys in our team that um, have been doing different things in, in their communities and in this community. And for them to, to express themselves, um, you know, intentionally, thoughtfully, about the things that are important to them, both individually and, and you know, in society at large is something that um, it, it's good in and of itself. And I think also it's thought provoking. And uh, for myself, I know listening to them, um, the opportunities that we've had as a coaching staff uh, to have dialogue um, about race, about social injustice, racial reform, you know, across a variety of topics, um, has been enlightening. Um, I think we're all uh, learning from one another. Um, for myself, again, the, the coaches association, you know, all 30 coaches in the NBA have been really passionately committed um, to doing what we can do um, to make a, an impact on the situation and make a lasting impact. So um, a lot of things that have been on our thoughts and, and yours as well. Um, and I, I think the, the biggest thing that, that, you know, where, where I begin at least is with, I think, it, the, the issue of education. And when I say that, um, to the extent that we're able to educate ourselves, um, beginning with, you know, with ourselves, um, it provides us the opportunity um, to have those conversations that otherwise may be more uncomfortable. And I, I think as we do that, too, there's a there's less likelihood that we could become detached from things that on some level you may not think um, impact you. And you realize that not only do they impact you, um, but whatever complacency that you may have uh, towards those things, um, the, the road from complacency to complicity is a slippery slope. And I think as we educate ourselves more and more, um, that complacency falls off and, you know, it, and then it's an opportunity to act. And how we act, um, I think, varies from individual to individual, from organization to community. Um, there's all kinds of different ways that can happen. It can happen in the, the smallest of ways where you, you, know, you see racism and confront it. Um, certainly, it, it happens with what we tell our kids and what they see, um, what our children see us do, how they see us behave. And so, again, a, as we learn more about um, specifically the issue of racism and how we can combat it and what that means to all of us um, to not detach and not become complacent and see which ways we have an opportunity to impact um, the situation in a, in a lasting way. So um, just some, some thoughts on where we are. And as I said, you know, basketball, as important as basketball is to all of us, um, it's not only a living, it's a profession. Sometimes it's an identity the identity that matters more than any other is, is who we are and our integrity as people. And that, that's what we're looking directly in the eye.
All right. Thanks so much. Mm -hmm. um, I think if everybody's good, we're going to go ahead and open up for questions now. Um, we will start with Mark Medina, USA Today. Mark, go ahead. Hey, Mark. Hey, hope, uh, hope you and yours are hanging in there. Same to you. Yep. Thank you. Um, so I understand you're part of the, uh, the coaches committee with the racial justice reform with, with Steve and pop and Lloyd Pierce and Nate McMillan. Uh, what, what were some of your takeaways as far as the ideas that you guys have been brainstorming on how to address some of these issues? Well, first I, I think, you know, the, the, the most important thing for me, um, it's, it remains so. Um, but as the conversation started first, you know, with all the 30 coaches, and then, obviously, with that smaller group, the Committee for Racial Injustice and Reform, um, th there's, there's a commitment, um, there's a unity that all the coaches feel, um, you know, to, to, to take steps to impact and to hopefully create lasting change. I, the, the resolve, in my mind, is something that, that I think is unique to, to this group about a specific issue. Um, you know, it's really brought people together within the committee, the dialogue that, that's occurred, um, whether it's on a text message or an email or, you know, meetings that we've had, we've had a lot of meetings and, um, the, the education that I've, you know, I've been able to receive on any number of issues is something that, um, it's humbling in, in many ways. And it's also, it's also inspiring. So as those conversations, um, you know, have moved forward. I, I think that we're in a process of, you know, talking to people, uh, local leaders, grassroots organizations. We've had um, different partnerships with um, different people that have come in and spoken to us. Brian Stevenson, for example, with the Equal Justice Initiative. Um, so that dialogue, first and foremost, I think is going to give birth to some opportunities uh, do some good things. As far as some of the specifics go on that, I think um, there's been a real point of emphasis to, to gather information, to really be thoughtful, where when we do decide that there's things that we want to really be able to impact and act on, um, that there's clarity on what those things are. But um, it's been a great opportunity for me, and, and I you know, emphasize the committee, but really the, the, the NBA coaches um, – as a whole, you know, that, that's been the topic of the meetings that we've had too. And I think someone like Lloyd, Dave Fisdale, you mentioned Pop and Steve, Stan Van Gundy, JB Bickerstaff, um, you know, all, all of those guys on the committee are people that I think have thought about these things in a very significant way and, and are really determined to, to do some good things that can impact where we're going forward and for a long time, hopefully. All right, thank you. Uh, next question we have coming from Tony Jones, The Athletic. Tony? Hey, Coach, how are you doing? Oh, where, okay, Tony, I found – it's like Hollywood Square, so I'm trying to figure it out. <laughs> okay. Um, are you guys, you know, as collectively as a group, um, the coaches, <laughs> the players, the NBA as a whole, are you guys looking forward to uh, the platform that the NBA's restart uh, will provide for you guys in terms of making – uh, in terms of keeping the conversation going in, uh, in terms of just social justice and, and, and racial reform. Yeah, Tony, I, I think, you know, the, some of the dialogue about, um, you know, playing and, and the potential that, you know, the NBA playing could be a distraction from um, other issues that I think we would agree are, are more important. 
Um, that said, uh, I, I do believe that, you know, as a big part of the, us playing is that opportunity, as you mentioned, and to have that platform. And um, you mentioned both the NBA and the Players Association, as well as the coaches. And I, I think, you know, from the coaching standpoint, we've had players in this league that have exercised their individual platforms for a long time, and they've done great things. And uh, the NBA has been socially conscious in a lot of ways. I, I think we're at a point now where um, that's even more important. And to the extent that us as coaches um, want to both support the players um, and also um, do what we can do individually uh, in addition to what they're doing, um, I think that's very important to us to not just leave this, um, these issues and these platforms to the players that we can assist with that as well. But, but ultimately to the extent that, that we're all there together. Um, I, I know there'll be a lot of thought and, and dialogue around various things that can happen um, that will help educate people um, that will continue to raise awareness that will keep the awareness that, that has been raised, um, you know, where it is and then hopefully take it higher and that we can, uh, we can really take steps um, to assure the conversation that's taking place doesn't stop happening. And um, that's one of the great things about, you know, having an opportunity to, to play on a stage that, that we will, and that that, that can be something that um, I think people are going to be very passionate about trying to, to achieve that. Thank you. Uh, we will have one more question coming uh, This will be Eric Walden, Salt Lake Tribune. Thank you. Good to see you. Hey, Eric, how are you? Good, thank you. Uh, just to kind of dovetail off, off of Tony's question, um, the league had announced that, you know, for any player who decided that for whatever reason they didn't feel comfortable, whether that be because of coronavirus or because of the social justice things going on, that there would be no penalty for, you know, not wanting to not wanting to report. Have you had any conversations with any of the guys along, along those lines? Anyone express, you know, just, Hey, how do you, you know, how do you feel about this possibility about, have you talked to any of the players about uh, things of that nature? Well, I think one of the things really throughout this hiatus period that, you know, other teams and, and obviously we um, have tried to do is to facilitate dialogue, you know, and, that dialogue early on was, you know, about the virus and COVID. And as things have evolved, um, it's been really important for us to meet as best we can over Zoom and, and talk about, you know, social justice issues and racial reform and, and the things that we're, we've been talking about on the call. So um, we've had that dialogue, you know, in an indirect way about Orlando um, as the conversations that, that we've had have, 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 uh, you know, brought those issues um, to the forefront. So I, I don't know that there's, you know, I, I, first of all, I should say, I think all of our players um, and our coaches uh, and our organization as a whole um, have respect for the players' individual right to, to make these decisions um, based on their personal convictions, whether it be health-related, family, um, or social issues. So um, I don't know if I'm answering your question perfectly, um, but I guess I'm, I'm saying that I, I think that all those factors are things that, um, are embedded throughout, 
you know, the decision-making process and have been talked about in the players association and, and talked about you know, as a group. So as of right now, you know, we, our group is, is going to be intact um, going to Orlando, but um, we'll also continue to have that dialogue because I think those things are obviously, you know, as you talk about basketball, there's things that are bigger than basketball. So um, everybody's navigating this together and obviously the league's done um, all the research on the health side. And um, as we said earlier, uh, Tony's point about the opportunity to, to come together and have a platform down there. That that's, I think in the forefront of a lot of guys, a lot of guys' minds as well. All right. Thanks. Uh, next question is coming from Sarah Todd, Deseret News. Sarah. Hey Sarah. How's it going? Good. Um, you talked about education being part of the important thing. And uh, we've seen you talk on uh, different platforms, whether it's podcast or on a TV spot about, as a white man educating yourself and the people around you. And I'm wondering kind of what duty you feel or what that education has looked like within your family and your children, how you're kind of approaching that. Well, I, I you, you said it much better than, than I could have about how I feel about my family. Um, you know, I've got four kids, nine, seven, three, five, and three. And, um, you know, whether it's me and my wife talking, friends talking, you know, things they hear in the news, there, there's dialogue that they're trying to process. And um, our ability as parents and my ability as a father um, to speak intelligently um, about those things in a way that can be productive and enlightening to children, um, sometimes, you know, you, you have to translate to you know, a, a nine-year-old's language, um, and that's easier to do um, if you're self-aware about the things that you feel are important that are impacting um, you and potentially your family and definitely your family. So to me, we, we, we went down as a family with our masks and all those things on Juneteenth, and, and I wanted them to, um, to be a part of that, um, to hear the speakers, to, um, to march with people. We, we, we did that as a group, and um, you know, that, that begs questions, you know, your, your kids want to make signs, they want to participate. Um, and, and that's, even if they can't understand everything on a level that we would say is educated, um, I think they understand, um, generally the importance, um, of, you know, of treating each other, um, not only with respect, but fairly and people being treated justly, um, throughout our society. So, um, that to me, you know, children, children, you know, grow up and racism isn't something that any of us are born with. So to the extent that we have that obligation um, individually to educate ourselves, I think that's, you know, manifold with our children because we have the greatest impact on them as parents as anyone. Okay, thanks. Our uh, next question will be from Andy Larson, Salt Lake Tribune. Hey, Gwen. Hey, Andy. Uh, well, thanks. Um, wanted to ask about, you know, Donovan has been very vocal in, in his responses to some of the comments um, from the community in, in response to the Jazz's statement and, you know, obviously his, his own Instagram posts as well. Um, I'm, I'm kind of curious what your your opinion is and what how you view Donovan's, I, I guess, three things. You've got the Jazz's initial statement. You've got Donovan's reaction. Uh, and then just kind of how uh, a 
mostly black team interacts with a mostly white. Yeah. Team. I, I, I think I understand what you're saying, Andy. Um, well, let me reiterate what I said at the beginning is, you know, I'm, I'm extremely proud uh, of Donovan that um, he's articulating, even in the form of a post, obviously that's a form of expression, um, something that he feels that is important personally and important um, to our society, you know, generally speaking at large. Um, you know, there were a lot of positive comments um, surrounding Donovan's post. Um, that said, there were also some comments that were, you know, abominable and, and things that we all should never tolerate. So to the extent you can rationalize um, some of those negative comments by saying there were positive comments, I think that's a mistake. Um, that we all have to be that diligent um, because as long as those comments are there, um, there's work to be done. So um, as far as our, our players in general, um, I think all, all of those guys and all of our staff are, are supportive of one another um, in what they're doing. And, and I, I think with respect to a community, I, I think, you know, my focus is really on us being the best version of ourselves as we possibly can be. And that, to me, again, circles back um, to some of the educational issues. And when I say that, um, you know, education can come in so many different forms and, um, you have to be willing, um, to be vulnerable in what you feel like you don't know. And we, we've heard a lot of talk about uncomfortable conversations and, um, that's okay. I mean, one of the things that, um, that's been talked about a lot is it's, it's okay to be uncomfortable. So Donovan was certainly uncomfortable on some level, you know, it's, it takes courage to, to stand up for what you believe in. And to the extent that he made some other people and, and some of us uncomfortable, I don't know that that's, you know, I think that's a good thing. And, you know, part, part of, I think the challenge with this is, is for us not to be defensive, you know, that things that are said, um, you know, it's not always an accusatory statement. People, we don't need to be defensive about what we hear. We need to process it. Um, try to understand it, um, because at that point, when we have a greater understanding, we can have that dialogue, and we begin to find those ways that we can to unite. All right, thanks. Next question will be from Tim Reynolds, uh, AP. Tim? Sorry, Tim, we can't hear you. Let's see. There we are. Hi, Quinn. Nice to see you again. Hey, Tim, how are you? Thanks. Um, Quinn, when you are talking, whether it's as the committee or in small groups or broadly among coaches, but we, we all understand the top line here. Like we need to eliminate racism. I think we can all agree on that, but it's tough to get two people, much less 30, to agree on anything else as far as a process. How important is it that there's some sort of uniformity to the message? Or would you say it doesn't matter if there's a uniformity to the message once we get to Disney? Well, I think, you know, a lack of uniformity, as long as it's surrounding um, the same general topic of, you know, social injustice, um, racial reform, um, the more voices, the better. Um, to the extent that um, voices are, you know, collaborative, um, that, that message can be sometimes more poignant around um, a singular issue. Um, I think that's been part of the process is, 
um, being very uh, patient, um, although incredibly resolved and diligent about finding ways that an impact can be made, that um, trying to change everything um, is, not, is not possible. So to the extent that um, there are things that are identified and ways of expressing uh, those things, I think that's paramount. And that's the dialogue that's been happening um, with the coaches. And, you know, I know that's the dialogue that's going on with the players. And, you know, my expectation is that a lot of those voices come together and we'll certainly, um, you know, I think everybody wants the same thing, so to speak. And, and how you get there in some ways isn't as important as, as where you're going. 